I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're talking about coffee. Now we're doing a series called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition, and coffee is one of the seven deadly sins, and the seven deadly sins are, because I know you like when I say it, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. And don't get mad at me. I know that's your whole diet. It's okay. We're going to give you alternatives now to coffee. And if you're going to drink coffee, I have to say this. If you're going to drink coffee, it has to be organic, and it has to be just black coffee without a lot of sugar and junk in there. Uh, organic is going to be the best because there's a lot less chemicals in it, a lot less pesticides, a lot less uh, fungicides because coffee can develop fungus. So that's, if you're going to drink coffee, it's got to be organic. I would prefer you do organic decaf. And if you're going to do regular decaf, that's not a good idea because you use a lot of chemicals to extract out the caffeine. And real decaffeinated coffee is not decaffeinated. It just has less caffeine in it. So it's a lot of chemicals in the decaf as well. So if you're going to do coffee, organic decaf would be the best choice. But let's give you some other alternatives because some of you are going to say, okay, Dr. Joe, I'm willing to go organic. That's an easy fix. Some of you are going to say, you know what, Dr. Joe, I've listened to what you said. I do have a lot of these health problems or I do want to get as healthy as I possibly can. What else can I do? And there's something called Ticino, T-E-E-C-C-I-N-O. It's a caffeine-free herbal coffee. Now, this coffee alternative is popular because uh, those who have removed regular coffee from their diets, this tastes similar to coffee, but it's caffeine-free. It's a mix of carob, barley, uh, chicory nuts, and other flavors. And it actually has a nice flavor to it. Um, and there, there are different types of varieties, too. It's flavored. And, uh, so Ticino might be an option. Uh, it's really tasty. It can be brewed just like coffee. You can do it in a French press or they have it in tea bags. You can do an espresso machine. Uh, it mixes nicely with, uh, you know, almond milk or coconut milk. Uh, if you want to just, just use stevia in it, that's fine. And if you're more of a black coffee, milk-free person, that's fine too. So Ticino is the first thing I ask people to get on. Now, it doesn't have the caffeine. So again, I want to get you off the coffee. We talked about coming off the coffee and the caffeine. Once you do that, if you really like your coffee, try Ticino. You can also try something called Yerba Mate. It's spelled Y-E-R-B-A. And then the second word is M-A-T-E. It looks like mate, but it's pronounced mate. I don't know, because someone fancier than me decided it. So if you're not necessarily seeking a coffee taste, this herbal coffee has a lot of health benefits, uh, and it's a great choice. Not only does yerba mate taste great, hot or cold, but it has a lot of antioxidant properties, which coffee has. Again, I'm giving coffee a shout out there. This gives you a lot of the benefits without the downside. It can also accelerate weight loss. It revs up your metabolism. Now, yerba mate has something in it called matein. Matein is very similar to caffeine. So as you're doing it, some people, if they want to come off their coffee right away, they'll go to yerba mate just to get the matein stimulant. And then they'll drop down to something called green tea or black tea first and then green tea. Green tea uh, is, is a tea that has less caffeine than a cup of coffee, but enough to give you a boost without the coffee jitters. It's also packed with uh, catechins, and these are powerful antioxidants and uh, potent disease fighters. So that might be another option, too, is yerba mate tea or green tea. Licorice tea. I personally love licorice tea. Now, licorice tea is actually caffeine-free, but it supports your adrenal glands. Now, most of us have burned out our adrenal glands, and especially if you're doing a lot of stimulants like coffee or cigarettes or you're stressed out 
or don't eat right. Is that everyone listening? I bet it is. So if you're totally burned out, which most of us are, uh, licorice tea is great. Now, the candy licorice doesn't have real licorice in it in most cases. It's artificially flavored. This is actually from the licorice root. It tastes great if you like licorice especially. It's awesome. And it can actually help the adrenal glands. I take Dr. Joe's adrenal support every day because as I get older, my organs are getting weaker. But licorice is an adrenal tonic and it increases energy. So it causes your adrenal glands to increase your energy level. Uh, nice, pleasant taste. Uh, the tea can uh, be taken as a tincture if you wanted to, which is a dropper form. It's been extracted out in a tincture. It's, it's the, the properties of it extracted out, usually with alcohol or something else. Uh, you can do that as well. But the licorice tea is spectacular. It's another thing you can add to your repertoire. Uh, wheatgrass juice. It's a natural energizer. Uh, you can do it as a shot. It's loaded with essential chemicals, minerals, nutrients. Uh, some people don't mind the taste. To me, eh, I'd rather not if I can avoid it. Uh, some others do. But all of us agree that wheatgrass is one of the most nourishing juices there is because it's easily digested, it's rapidly absorbed, and as a natural energy supplement. So whether alone or with maybe a supplement drink, that's great. You can try that. Uh, now, we use wheatgrass in Dr. Joe's Super Greens. Now, again, the minimum supplements you should be taking every day are Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're on the website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. We have a bunch of other supplements as well. We have omega-3 fatty acids. I take them every day, and it's a, a vegan-based. Uh, so I take the vegan omega-3s. I take the adrenal support. I certainly take Super Greens and Essential Source every day. I'll take nitric oxide. And vitamin D is so important. Now, vitamin D is the only one we have out there that's not vegan. It comes from lanolin, which comes from sheep wool, so the animals aren't killed. But the sheep wool has a vitamin D in it, and vitamin D is so important. It's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. And if you're not out in the sun every day, you need to be taking vitamin D. Now, my patients, when I get their blood work done, most of them come in and they're deficient in vitamin D. I then get them on the supplements. Doctor says, your vitamin D is perfect. Stay right where you are. So you're not going to make it yourself unless you're out in the sun and unless it's summer. So in the summer, the summer months, the actual summer months, I don't take vitamin D. I usually wear, I, I have a sunroof in my car, whatever opens, sunroof, moonroof, and I get as much sun as I possibly can. But from fall, you know, from the end of summer to the beginning of summer, I take vitamin D every day. I take five drops a day, 5,000 international units, and that's how much I think you should probably take too if you're an adult. One of those nutrients that we just don't get enough of. I digress. Back to caffeine. Rishi mushroom tea. If you're looking for a unique coffee alternative, try mushrooms in the form of a tea. And it's a staple in Chinese medicine, so it's been around forever. A soft, flat rishi mushroom makes one of the invigorating and healthy uh, libations you could ever have. Uh, and it fosters uh, your health. And recommend combine about a third of an ounce of chopped or powdered rishi mushrooms in about three cups of water. Uh, bring the tea to a boil, let it simmer for 30 minutes, and then drink the tea. Uh, Rubus is, is another one you might want to try. It's another flavorful tea. It can be mixed with any type of, you know, coconut milk, almond milk. And now they even have uh, creamers, coconut creamer, almond creamer. A lot of sugar. Boy, do they taste good. I'm not going to lie to you. They do taste good. Uh, plenty of flavor in there as well. It's a refreshing pick-me-up. Uh, some health experts say it helps the immune boost. It helps the immune system. I, I think that's true. And teas are great. I always say you got to drink a lot of water, but if you're drinking herbal teas, that's fine. Another tea that I drink in the winter is something called, it's, it's a slippery elm. And slippery elm helps coat the throat and, the, and the, um, the, all, all the mucous membranes. So I like that one because I do a lot of speaking. And so in the winter, sometimes my throat gets a little scratchy. We all do. And when I take the, uh, the, 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 the throat easing teas, the slippery elm, really good. And that has a licorice -y taste as well. 
So if you don't like licorice, that may not be your best one, but just go to the grocery store. You got a whole section of herbal teas. Try to do organic if you can, of course, because sometimes they'll use bleach to bleach the tea bags. That's why they're white. Uh, if you can do loose tea with, with a, like a tea ball or something, uh, that's even better still. Um, it's usually less expensive too. But ginger tea, of course, we talked about that. All these things, when you start doing this, are going to give you so much energy. And if you need energy, we talked about super greens and essential source, minimum supplements every day. Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support, that stuff will just get you buzzing. It opens up the blood vessels. It's a vasodilator. So it's actually good for you as opposed to being bad for you. And that'll help. Adrenal support, B-complex. When people come in just wiped out, Super Greens Essential Source, Adrenal Support, B-complex, and Nitric Oxide. They start taking that, and they say, Dr. Joe, I have not had a cup of coffee or tea or anything caffeinated soda in forever, ever since I started taking these things. And that's just telling you that your body was deficient in nutrients. That's why you were tired. So instead of artificially stimulating your body with things like caffeine, bromine, theobromine, isotheobromine, what we're doing is we're giving the body the nutrients that it needs to work. Okay, Garrett, my, mar uh, my marketing director and my producer, I'm substantially older than him. And he laughs. He goes, I don't know what keeps you going. He says, you run circles around me. And I can. I run circles around people half my age. And that has to do with the fact that I put the right nutrients in my body and I don't put the bad things in my body. A lot of nutrition is not active, it's passive. You have to not do something. And when you stop putting the bad foods in your body, the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, you're putting the nutrients in your body, like super greens, essential source, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, you will be amazed how much better you feel. And then what's going to happen is this, because I've been doing this for 35 years. You're going to go and you're going to cheat. And when you cheat, you're going to feel awful. And you're going to say, Dr. Joe was right. And it happens all the time. Every day I'm getting emails, I'm getting phone calls, I'm getting patients coming in the offices saying, Dr. Joe, I went to Thanksgiving dinner, I went to a party, or I went to a reunion, and I said, one day, I'm just going to get off the wagon, and they feel awful. And I ask them the same question. Was it worth it? And 100% of the time, the people say, no, it's not. So give it a shot. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So what? I'm wrong. I lied to you. But if I'm right, which I am, then you're going to say, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I wait so long? Why did I suffer? People do that with chiropractic every day. Why didn't I get chiropractic care sooner? My headaches are gone. My neck pain is gone. My shoulder pain is gone. My leg pain is gone. Why didn't I get adjusted sooner? I don't know. But I do know you need to go to the website, drjoe.com, and book something right away so you can get this ball rolling. So let's talk about some of the benefits of living a caffeine-free life. Less anxiety, uh, feeling increasingly anxious, uh, overburdened. Many times that's caffeine. Too much caffeine could be to blame. Caffeine comes with a burst of energy, which we talked about, which is what most of us use it for. I don't think I know a lot of people say, I just love the flavor of coffee. Well, if you do, just drink Ticino then. However, energy stimulates the fight or flight hormones, the cortisol hormones. And this may increase anxiety, nervousness, heart palpitations, even panic attacks. Most who are already prone to stress and anxiety might find that caffeine makes their symptoms a whole lot worse. But many times you don't know it because it gives you a rush of energy and then you crash. So what do you want to do? It's an addiction. You go back to the thing that made you feel good. Higher caffeine intake has been linked to increased risks of depression in adolescence. So just be careful with that. And again, it can affect even your medications or your supplements, mainly medications, how it absorbs. It can help with better sleep. Caffeine habit can affect your sleep. Studies have shown that daily coffee intake can alter your sleep cycle, causing restless sleep, daytime drowsiness. This can especially be true if you consume caffeine less than six hours before heading to bed. Besides a more blissful and undisturbed night's rest, those who are caffeine-free may find it takes less time to fall asleep. Now, 
There are some people out there that can drink caffeine and go to bed right away. It's usually people that have been doing caffeine for a long time and the body is just burned out. And I've begged some of my friends and people close to me, please give up the coffee, give up the coffee. There's so many negative side effects to it. Some do, some don't. Now, I never tell you how to live your life. I never judge you on how to live your life, but I can give you information. And what you do with that information, hopefully you're gonna say, okay, this makes sense. The three, my favorite words. I always joke, I love when a woman whispers in my ear those three words that every man wants to hear. That made sense. So I love it when you make sense to people and I hear it every day. You've taken something that's complicated and made it easy. That's what we're trying to do. Again, we talked about how it can affect absorption of nutrients. If you're, if you're not a caffeine drinker, your body may absorb some nutrients better than those who partake in, in the coffee. The tannins in caffeine can possibly inhibit some absorption of things like calcium, iron, B vitamins. Why take the chance? This can be especially true for those who have very high caffeine intake. They have an imbalanced diet or they're older age. They're consuming no caffeine at all. If you are consuming no caffeine at all, that can at least ensure you're getting all the nutrients that you need from your diet. Even with things like Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. I'll tell people, take it, wait a half hour until you drink your coffee because you want to make sure the tannins and the caffeine and, and the other chemicals don't prevent you from absorbing all the amazing nutrients that are found in Super Greens and Essential Source. It can affect your teeth. We talked about that earlier. Uh, there's no fighting it. Caffeine and tea stains on your teeth are real. This is due to high levels of tannins found in these drinks. It also causes buildup and discoloration of the tooth enamel. Uh, the acidity in the caffeinated drinks, we talked about acidity earlier, like even soda, can lead to enamel wear and tear. Not a good idea. It can balance your hormones. Women may especially benefit from going caffeine-free. The caffeinated beverages like coffee, tea, soda, can alter estrogen levels. There was a 2012 study that found drinking 20 milligrams of coffee, about two cups, uh, 200, I'm sorry, uh, uh, two cups or more of caffeine a day elevated estrogen levels in Asian and African women. Now, white women had slightly lower estrogen levels. So it really depends on your race, how you respond to these things. And changing estrogen levels can particularly be concerning if you have an increased risk of conditions like endometriosis, breast cancer, uh, ovarian cancer. Caffeine isn't directly linked to these conditions, but it, it affects the hormones, which then is. And now as women get older, as they, as they go through menopause, the estrogen levels can drop. It can affect their love lives. It can affect lubrication because estrogen is necessary. And so many times if we give up the coffee or the caffeinated drinks, that can affect your love life in a positive way as well. Of course, uh, caffeine, if you give it up, can lower your blood pressure. Not partaking in caffeine can be good for your blood pressure. Caffeine's been shown to raise blood pressure levels due to uh, st uh, stimulating effects it has on the nervous system. We talked about how it affects the brain. It also affects the nervous system. And high intake of caffeine, three to, four, three, three to five cups a day, has been associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease. Folks, why would you do something that you know is so bad for you when we have alternatives? If you're doing it just for energy, super greens, essential source, nitric oxide, B-complex, adrenal support, water. We talked about that. Just drinking enough water many times gives you more energy. I know if I don't drink enough water, I get tired. We talked about licorice tea, stimulating the adrenal glands. There's so many things that you can do that are actually good for you to give you energy. Why would you do something that's bad for you that gives you energy? It can balance your brain chemistry. Now, I'm big on brain chemistry. You've listened to my shows before. No surprise, caffeine is an effect on mood. How about all these coffee cups that say, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee? I mean, it's the reason. It can affect your moods. Caffeine can alter brain chemistry in a similar way that drugs like cocaine and researchers have found, and they agree that caffeine does fulfill some of the criteria used to measure 
a drug dependence. Again, we have certain protocol you have to follow. Caffeine follows a lot of these. People who don't consume caffeine don't have to worry about addictive qualities, of course. And if you're easily addicted, it's just another caffeine thing. Years ago, I was dating a gal, and she asked me if I would go to an AA meeting with her. And I said, okay. And I didn't know, first of all, that you can have somebody, as an outsider, they usually don't like, you don't get invited very often. If you're invited, it's important. So I went, and there was a couple of celebrities there, which is kind of cool, sitting there with these famous rock stars. And I thought, wow, everybody here is sucking down coffee. Why are they drinking so much coffee? I thought it was a caffeine, but actually what's happening is the brain is, has an addictive uh, personality. And so you're switching one addiction for another. And so my approach is let's get the body loaded with nutrients that it needs so that you don't have to do outside stimulation. And they were smoking cigarettes as well. So people who decide to wean off caffeine or stop drinking completely may experience withdrawal symptoms. That's what we're just talking about with the AA meetings. And it can temporarily change your mood. The withdrawal timeline. If your body's dependent on caffeine, you may experience withdrawal symptoms as soon as 12 to 24 hours. How long these symptoms last depend on how much caffeine you drink. But it can be anywhere from two to nine days with symptoms usually breaking at about two or three days. And again, if you take one tablespoon of organic dark coffee every hour, that can help you get through the withdrawal without so much uh, pain. Headaches, of course. Caffeine withdrawal is a real thing. Uh, most people, uh, uh, when they come off it, they experience unpleasant side effects of caffeine, such as headaches. And it may not take a few days to show up. You can give it up and a couple of days later, why do I have a headache today? Probably the caffeine. You ever notice you get a headache if you're too busy for your morning coffee? That may do it too. It's only one symptom of caffeine withdrawal. That's not the only one, I'm sorry. Brain fog, fatigue, difficulty concentrating, irritability. Uh, even if you're experiencing withdrawal right away, you'll have this. If you don't experience it right away, it may take a couple of days to show up, and you may not associate it with giving up the coffee. A 2004 study found that caffeine intake uh, is a big risk of developing chronic daily headaches. So when you come off the coffee. Now, if I do any caffeine, I get a headache. So I'm a little reverse of everybody else. Healthy digestion. Caffeine intake can come with a host of unpleasant digestive problems. Now, if you've listened to my shows before, number one reason we see patients in my chiropractic offices is for pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, car accidents, sports injuries, workers' comp. We're really, really good at getting people out of pain. Chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain. I mean, that's well documented. So if you have pain, you should really start with chiropractic care. And if you need to, you can go elsewhere. We can send you elsewhere and co-manage your case. The second uh, reason we see a lot of people is digestive issues. Coffee creates a laxative effect that stimulates the bowels. So consuming uh, large amounts of coffee can cause diarrhea, loose stools, incontinence. A lot of people have leaky urine. Uh, caffeine beverages may play a role in developing gastroesophageal reflux disease, heartburn. You've heard me talk about that a lot. And many times that happens because the muscle the diaphragm is a muscle, and in the diaphragm is another muscle called the lower esophageal sphincter. If it opens, it can cause the acid to come up through the lower esophageal sphincter into your throat. Caffeine now makes it worse. So by pulling the stomach away from the diaphragm, that's a chiropractic adjustment we do constantly, all day, every day in my offices. And then we try to get the chemistry right in the body so that you don't have a chemical reaction, even though we fix the physical reaction. We got to try to fix both. Now, if you, you may age better. I've seen this happen with people that I've known, and in a very short period of time, they age really fast. So if you're concerned about aging, you're going to benefit from cutting out the caffeine and the coffee. Caffeine interferes with collagen formation, 
by reducing collagen synthesis, production, in human skin. And since collagen has a direct effect on the skin, it affects the body, the nails, it affects the internal organs, not sipping that morning cup of coffee could mean less wrinkles. Now, who doesn't want less wrinkles? And I've had people give up coffee just for that reason. Dr. Joe, it's aging me. I quit. I'm done. But the connective tissue, you see the wrinkles, but it's also happening inside the body. The connective tissue is holding the organs together. It's holding your joints together. Not a good idea. So who should avoid caffeine altogether? Best to steer free of caffeine entirely if you're pregnant or if you're trying to get pregnant. We know those who are pregnant and breastfeeding should avoid caffeine. That's clear. I think that's pretty obvious. But it's important if you're trying to conceive as well. Caffeine has been linked to an increase in miscarriage and decrease in fertility. If you're prone to anxiety, those who are prone to anxiety may find that caffeine, not just coffee, but caffeine, makes the condition worse. Caffeine has been shown to exacerbate certain uh, psychiatric conditions, and it can cause increased irritability. If you have gut disorders, if you have acid reflux, gout, diabetes, uh, you may have a pre-existing digestive problem, and caffeine or, and, and coffee may irritate those symptoms, especially for those with acid reflux, gout, diabetes, irritable bowel syndrome. Got to cut that stuff out, folks. The acid is in there. Not just caffeine, but there's other acids in coffees as well. Even cola has phosphoric acid. So I try to get people to give up all their high acid foods, and they're always happy when they do. Certain medications, caffeine can interact with prescription medication. Some of these drugs include antibacterial drugs, antidepressant, asthma drugs. We talked about thyroid medication. The process of going off the caffeine, especially coffee, doesn't sound great, I know, but there's alternatives you can do to try to undertake this and make it go more smoothly. Coffee does have some benefits. Got to talk about that. If your life doesn't get better after you ditch the morning coffee, there's no reason to totally give it up. Here you go. I'm going to give you a, a glimmer of hope. Uh, what you want to do is go to organic only. So I'm on my knees begging you folks. If you're going to do coffee, I want you to do organic only. And if you're going to do organic and you can go to organic decaf, better still. It still has some caffeine in it, but it has less. Now, the organic decaf, they don't use chemicals to extract out the caffeine. But the non-organic, almost always there's chemicals in there. So some of the benefits of quitting caffeine and quitting coffee uh, is, of course, break the addiction. Uh, people with caffeine, uh, it's an addictive substance to some degree. And although some may describe it uh, as even getting high, I need my coffee to get high, uh, dependence on the substance to function normally or even stay awake becomes a real vicious cycle. Caffeine changes your brain chemistry, resulting in the need for more substance to achieve the same desired effects. So quitting caffeine or quitting your coffee breaks, uh, that can free you from your daily addiction. And also you have a lot more time. It's one of those things that I don't understand why you do it. It's expensive and it takes up a lot of time. Speaking about expenses, the cost of caffeine addiction can really add up. There's thousands of dollars every year you're saving. Just a medium latte, $3.85 a day. $27 a week, $1,400 a year. How about an energy drink? Not just coffee. Some people do those energy drinks. $3 a day, $21 a week, $1,095 a year. Homebrewed coffee. It's cheaper. 71 cents a day, $5 a week, $159 a year. So convenience. Imagine having more time. You don't have to stop at the coffee place at on the way to work. Imagine never having to stop by a convenience store to pick up your, uh, your energy drink. Imagine erasing uh, a coffee from your life in your morning routine. It would be so much nicer. Even if you travel, you don't have to stop. You don't have to put caffeine pills with you. You don't have to carry coffee with you. It's so convenient to give these things up. So life is really cool when you don't have these things. You have fewer trips to the bathroom. 
Caffeinated beverages cause us to urinate a lot more and can even cause incontinence because you can't hold the urine. Caffeine stimulates the smooth muscles in your colon, and that can cause it to contract, which some people say, I can't go to the bathroom unless I have my cup of coffee in the morning. You know what works very well? Anything warm. Warm drinks many times are enough to stimulate the bowels. And then if you're still having problems, we have Dr. Joe's intestinal cleanser, which is on the website, drjoe.com. And weight loss. Unless you drink your coffee black, caffeinated beverages are usually a ton of calories, and it's not what you want to do if you're trying to lose weight. So there's so many benefits to giving up coffee, and there's so many things you can do to do instead of coffee that are beneficial for you. So if you want more information, this show and over 1,000 hours of other shows are going to be on my website, drjoe.com. So if you like podcasts, I want to be your new podcast addiction. This is a good addiction. drjoe.com, uh, click on the top. There's a link up there. It says media and, or podcast. You can listen to the podcast. We have a video podcast. You can listen to them there. All the supplements we talked about, the super greens, the essential source, which are the minimum supplements every day, uh, the vitamin D, uh, the nitric oxide, the B-complex, all those are on the website with a bunch of others, drjoe.com. And if you're ready to make an appointment, if you're serious about wanting to get well, I want you to do it right now so you don't forget. Go to the website, drjoe.com. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We work with most insurance companies, car accidents, sports injuries. The number one least expensive, most effective treatment for pain is chiropractic care. So if you're ready to get well, go to the website, drjoe.com. If you have questions, send them to me through the website. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.